0: Looking for your next TV show or movie to binge? Well, buckle up, grab the remote, and settle into your couch for this special edition of Crossing the Streams. We're here to help you tune in and get the most out of those 50 monthly streaming channels you're currently paying for. So without any further ado, here's your host of Crossing the Streams, Jeff Dwoskin.
1: Heyo, it is I, Jeff DeWosk, your host of Classic Conversations and your guide through this bonus episode of Crossing the Streams. What is Crossing the Streams? Glad you asked. Crossing the Streams answers the universal question. I just finished binge watching something and I have to watch something else. What should I watch? Well, guess what? You've come to the right place. We got your back. We have three amazing suggestions for you in this bonus episode. Where do they come from? They come from our live show. We do a live show every Wednesday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern time on YouTube. We have over 100 hours of crossing in the streams just waiting for you on YouTube. Hundreds of hours of TV binge-watching suggestions. Just sitting there. Today, though, you don't have to go anywhere. We have three being beamed right into your ears. From episode 59, Peacemaker. From episode 62, The Tinder Swindler. And from live episode 70, The Gilded Age. This episode is jam-packed with goodness. We're going to kick things off with the Tinder Swindler. This is Casey Ryan Plot, a fan favorite of the show, making his first debut on Crossing the Streams live episode sixty-two. Take it away, CRP. Yeah, you know I'll what else you about. might want to check out? The Tinder Swindler. The Tinder
0: Swindler. Dun, dun, dun. Modern dun.
1: love of a dangerous is a dangerous game. It, it is, game. is very Casey dangerous. Ryan Plot is about to embark on his very first. <laughs> review on crossing the streams all-time listener
2: virgin now one-time presenter let's do it yes long time first time here we go so the tinder swindler which you can find on netflix uh is a very terrifying story about why you need to teach your children to not try to find love online <laughs> so there is a young man by the name of simon L'Viv who basically matches with a beautiful woman. Uh, He sweeps her off her feet saying, I'm this incredibly rich guy. And they go on these extravagant dates, spending huge amounts of money. And then all of a sudden he talks about, he is the, he's posing as the son of a diamond empire, basically the diamond King, uh, whose Levev is the last name. So as he's, basically romancing wine and, and dining these women over the course of you know a month He just randomly pop in fly in you know and spend some money on them and then fly back out well then he started to claim that he was being attacked and he had to run and hide and all of his accounts are frozen so suddenly he needs money and this just basically exposes the entire series of what he goes through As he uses one woman to woo another woman to then get another woman. And it's a huge, massive con Ponzi scheme that you learn about over the series of this two hour uh, documentary. And it's from the perspective of each woman as it happened to them. So it actually interlocks the stories as it goes along. So the pacing is really good too. So they did a fantastic job telling the story and really rolling out what happened. But uh, apparently, this guy had been doing this for. Quite a few years down in Israel, he got nailed for it. Then he went up and this was happening happening in Denmark and Amsterdam and Finland and Germany. He was operating all over the place. So it was pretty awful along the way. Uh, and after he finally got caught, they set up a sting operation and nailed this guy. Well, when they get him, he had defrauded for about $10 million is what they approximate from hitting several women just time after time, all through Tinder, all just hooking up through Tinder. Just that's it. Man, I can't get a girl to buy me a cup of coffee on Tinder. That's I, I'm what I'm saying, man. I got not a
0: price. Guys getting millions
2: of dollars. Yeah. Seriously. Like it's killing me. And I'm watching this going, man, this is a blueprint. Like if I just <laughs> want to quit and go this route. Yeah. Sounds so like finally a
1: how to. Yeah, because yeah. that so
2: they catch him and he goes to court and he gets ten months and he's already out doing it again, just living this crazy extravagant lifestyle. But is banned from Tinder. nope
0: yeah i think he is isn't he is he i don't know i think he i think he's been banned from tinder well that's funny because he's currently
2: trying to break into hollywood because this has become so huge like imagine the cojones on this guy Jesus! just wow well he's he's banned
0: from all of them he's the only ones left is christian mingle he's gonna have to do it on that one (laughs) you you gotta
2: admire his tenacity (laughs) (laughs) skipped off plenty of fish they just they kept right down the line Oh, Jeff, so yeah, Jeff has kept... no
0: idea what we're, we're just naming all these yeah. dating sites. <laughs> Jeff I've been is married happily for married for
1: quite a while. So yeah, this is all foreign. Jeff, they
0: didn't even have the internet bef- when he was single, you know, so.
1: <laughs> we had the uh,
2: email. <laughs> oh Jeff. yes. Well on the disc. Yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> so got, you yeah. got to learn plenty of fish. Have you ever heard of plenty of fish, Jeff? Sure. Sure. It's it's a, a real joke. I mean, it's not a fun. <laughs> it is not a fun site. Yeah. You know. Or or match. Yeah, there. Jennifer uh, says farmers only. Yeah, farmers, farmers only. only. Yeah. I go. like how Jennifer interacts on your podcast more than she did on the one she was on with me. <laughs> you know, uh, the reviews
1: for uh, Casey Ryan plot are just flying in. <laughs> <laughs> loving it. Nick. Thanks,
2: everybody. <laughs> okay, Cupid was another good one from back right. in the day
1: so uh you recommend this show
2: I actually do it was done really well the story was fantastic it's just really sad because it's a bummer because there is no justice and there won't be any justice these women are in debt for $250,000, $140,000. Wow! you know they just he would keep asking and they would keep giving him money they would go get credit cards they were opening new lines of credit they were going to the bank to try to get immediate you know, one day loans. It was awful.
0: What's, what was he saying was the scheme? What was he trying? What was he doing? A real estate? So the whole thing is
2: he would, uh, basically he would fly him around, show him all the stuff, but he's like, we're in the diamond business. So being in the diamond business, very dangerous. I have a lot of enemies. So they would, you know, basically concoct this whole, his bodyguard got attacked, saved his life kind of deal. And now they have to go run and hide to Amsterdam or Munich or some other play Oslo. And what they're really doing is meeting up with another woman that he's wooing while this other woman is giving him the funds. So wow. he can continue just partying and going nuts and living lavishly. You know, they're renting private jets that it's ridiculous. The amount of money really? they're spending. Crazy. Wow. I'm in the, ro- I'm in the
0: wrong business.
2: Seriously, Power. man. Like if there's, I mean, if you're going to get 10 months in prison, this is so- right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: For 10 months in prison, it's probably worth But Man, if those guys didn't lay down
2: their head at night, peace in mind, that's for sure. Oh, man, I can't imagine. It's got to be sociopaths, man. Just something broken in there.
0: Was it U.S. prison? Was it in the United States? No, or was that it- was in Israel.
2: Israel. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's so just- he had many aliases. He had a ton of different names, passports. You know, he operated all over several different countries. Did he did countries.
0: operate in the United States ever? Or was Not
2: it- that I saw, no. Nothing that was reported on that.
0: Well, see, you just answered and part question. two. Yeah. United States women aren't going to give them any money. <laughs>
1: yeah. See, we got to go international. <laughs> Sounds like I can't get a dime. I told you. All right. Well, you, great man. job, I, I Casey Ryan. Ryan. Right. All right. That was Casey Ryan plot of the Scene Snobs. Check out all the scene snob goodness. They have morning shows, podcasts. They're everywhere. All right. Up next, Jeff Dwoskin. Me. That's me. I'm going to take you back to the Gilded Age, the late 1800s, which is actually the same time that Yellowstone flashback is. But this is New York. This is New York in the 1880s. Let's do the Gilded Age from live episode 70. Something else (laughs) of note is the Gilded Age. The Gilded Age. The Gilded Age from the creators of Downton Abbey comes the Gilded Age. so Jeff is quite a gentleman I am so this is not a normal show for me
3: <laughs> I, I, I have to say I'm shocked by this i yeah. I, I, literally, I literally am frozen with this I, like, <laughs> I I watched
1: it with my wife, and it was I called this show the Real Housewives of old new York like that's <laughs> that's what I call this. I will say unabashedly that I can't tell you anything of note that happens in this show, but enjoyed every episode.
2: <laughs> no, <laughs> g- gilded, gilded means like it's got like a ornate gold in it, right? Is that what gilded means? or is The it like Gilded a, like a Age
1: was a period of immense economic change and of mm. great conflict between the old ways and the brand new systems where huge fortunes were won and lost. So, the Gilded Age takes place in 1882. 1882. So, just, just to give you a little perspective on 1882, in 1876, the first telephone was made, or the patent for the first telephone. In 1877, Thomas Jefferson or Thomas Edison announced the creation of the first cylinder phonograph. Hey, I got this idea. I want you to know uh, a cylinder phonograph. 1877. You're crazy. And then in uh, 1879, Thomas Edison demonstrated the first practical incandescent light bulb. I think I got something here. You know, that we could finally have ideas. Eureka! And, Bing! Right. And then in 1881, Clara Barton launched the American Red Cross. It was established. And then that's when 1882 happens. And part of 1882, uh, the Gilded Age they all witnessed Thomas Edison de- pu- debuting the first power station on Pearl Street in New York City where he lights up a building. So that was, mm. that was cool. So the Gilded Age, I don't know how to explain it other than it's a bunch of rich people who hate each other based on how they got their money.
3: Mm-hmm. Is, is electricity part
1: of the show? No, it's just <laughs> part of... It's, just, it's, it's, it's happening. story. Do they have lights? It's just they have like I don't know exactly how it's not like a full electricity I don't hmm. I don't understand it hmm. exactly but uh, they walk a lot they have horses um, it's olden times is I think the probably how you're familiar with it
4: so um, <laughs> the that's a historical term that's the historical
1: yeah. term so so it, it follows you know the story of of two families and the two families. Uh, Are most the uh, Van Ryn House and the Russell House, and the Van Ryn House is old money, and the Russell House is new money, and you know, and can you have old
3: money if it's in the eighteen hundreds? Isn't all money? Yeah, I mean, you you got to you got to watch
1: it just to see what these houses look like. I mean, it's insane these houses. So they disdain each other based on this. So the Russell House. The new money, Carrie Coon. Carrie Coon was in The Sinner, season three. She, she was um, in Fargo, The Leftovers. Most recently, she was in Ghostbusters Afterlife. She played Harold Ramis' uh, daughter. And then she's actually Proxima Midnight, the voice of Proxima Ooh. Midnight. So mm-hmm. she plays a lot of um, very powerful, strong female characters that kind of rub you the wrong way a little bit, but, but yet completely compelling. Like, really great. And then on the other side, on the Van Ryan house, you have Christine Baranski was incredible. Right. And then Christine, she's from the good wife, good fight, big bang theory. She was, um, what's his name's mom. And then she was on Sybil
4: Leonard Leonard's
1: mom. And then, uh, she was in mama Mia as well. And then Cynthia Nixon plays her sister, very different role than, uh, the role she does on sex in the city. And Nathan Lane is in it. And so, He plays kind of a little side character, but it's, it's fun. It's, you know, it's, it's fun because they're all kind of like uh, this one woman is like everyone, no one will talk to her because she had kind of had an affair and so ruined her reputation. And when they talk, you know, they, they write letters to each other because there's no other way to communicate, you know, that kind of thing. And then they're, they're all just trying to, everything is about jockeying for position in society. And Mm -hmm. so the one, the new money, he owns railroads. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that's how he makes his money there. And so I think they're based on certain real people, but it does take place in the same universe as Downton Abbey. So it's, I think it, I read
3: somewhere that they wanted. well, So Downton Abbey was, uh, it began turn of the century, went into World War I and then finished in the twenties and thirties. So so this sounds like Gilded Age if prequel. it's in the 18 whatever 1880s.
1: Yeah, pre, a prequel uh, to
3: Downton. It's prequel. Yep. Yeah.
1: It's a yeah. lot of uh, you know, it's a lot of the same. I don't I haven't watched Downton Abbey. I ha- I partial watch it cuz my wife watches it. So I'll mm-hmm. walk in and I'll sit and I'll watch like a half hour of it or something. It's it's a similar structure where you have the you know, the people that run own the house and then the servants. And like yeah. and they're, and they are all the whole character set. And them in themselves, and those, yeah. those are they're actually some of the more interesting characters on the show. but you know you have you have all that and it's all the snotty, rich things So, them, so is
3: the cast do they protect? is it like one of those things where like the American aristocracy sound like British people or do they sound like they're Americans?
1: No, they're all, they're Americans. They're Americans. Uh, you know, they all, they all listen to kid rock. I mean, they're You're like, talking. They're, like <laughs> right,
4: right. they're
1: American. They're true.
4: American. So true yeah.
1: Americans.
0: Yeah, yeah. True American. Camaro driving <laughs> Americans. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: But I, I gotta say it's, I just, I'll just say it's, <laughs> it's a fun brainless show just to watch these rich people fighting and hating each other just cause they don't like <laughs> where they got the money from. And, you know, a little drama. And, like, you know, it's just funny. Like, eight, 1882 drama is different than, you know, 2020 drama. You know, stuff. We've come a long way. I've always find. felt that, yeah. Yeah, you'll find you'll, mm-hmm. you'll, We, you'll, we've we all got lights way. now. Right, right. exactly. I, I recommend it. I, I say check it out. It's a great show just to kind of watch. It's I it's mean, the, the man, visuals man. are beautiful. You know, all the costumes are pretty cool. And... It
3: is. It's just kind of. And this is, Nef- this is on Netflix. This is on Netflix, right? It's on
1: HBO. Oh, HBO, HBO. Max. Okay, got yeah. it. It's and, nine and so, episodes. There are nine episodes.
3: So on *Downton Abbey*, there is no nudity or, or violence or anything like that. How is it with *Gilded Age*?
1: Uh, <laughs> I do not believe I recall any nudity oh. or uh, anything. I mean, they wear all these clothes. That are like it's a lot know, of clothes. You can barely see their neck. Yeah. You can barely yeah, see their of neck and above. Yeah, yeah, you got a sexy head. I got a sexy head. (laughs) Right, right. Does anybody die of syphilis? I can't recall anyone dying in season.
4: Well, you know, Sal hasn't been on in a couple (laughs) weeks. Oh no.
1: I hope hope so. Wow. Syphilis
2: got him. Uh, Jeff, I I love your I love your Thomas Edison impression. Uh, It's not as good as your.
3: Um, as your Godfrey impression, but yeah, your Godfrey impression, yeah. Right Godfrey on. was spot on. Thomas Edison, from my recollection, is pretty good, also. So, good job. <laughs> thank you. I've heard Jeff
4: referred to as the next generation's rich little. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I've heard that too.
4: <laughs>
1: All right, guys,
4: thank you. I appreciate that.
1: all right real housewives of old new york the gilded age all right we got one more for you peacemaker rosner reviewed this about halfway through the original run it's since completed of course we've all seen it love it can't recommend it enough but here's rosner felling over the peacemaker from episode 59 take it away roz
4: So, you know, we've talked a lot of this show. Obviously we've talked about all the Marvel series and, uh, we talked about Suicide Squad, the reboot Suicide Squad when it came out. And, and we also did like three weeks, I think on the, uh, Justice League Snyder cut shared how much I absolutely detest it. And as I mentioned, I'm a DC guy. I was born into DC comics and that's what I've always enjoyed. So I really enjoyed the last Suicide Squad and Peacemaker. Spun off from that movie. Am I hearing music in the background or am I going crazy? Yeah, it sounds like someone's practicing piano. You know
3: what? I am so sorry, you guys. That that's, right my, that's my daughter. I'm going to mute myself. She's playing the violin. I was really <laughs> like, the flute.
4: I'm like, well, we don't, we
3: don't like, want to get that. it.
4: Yeah, is right. like that in my head? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. We don't hear anything. So, uh, yeah. so
4: Peacemaker not. is spun off from the Suicide Squad uh, movie. It's James Gunn and it's a I think it's a super enjoyable series. Obviously, it stars John Cena uh, as a recurring character. I will say this. You know, Dwayne Johnson is the guy that made it big coming from wrestling, doing all kinds of movies. I firmly believe that John Cena has the potential to be significantly more entertaining. I think he has better comic timing. I think his delivery is better. Like I thought he was great in training in <clears throat> the Amy Schumer movie. And, uh, and in this series, I think his comic timing is amazing. So the gist of it is his character, who's kind of a superhero for lack of a better heroes, anti hero anti-hero, after the events of Suicide Squad, uh, is drafted to Do a further uh, mission for a small team and tracing these aliens that they call butterflies. The characters in this show are great. The dialogue is fantastic. It's really, really funny. I'm a little concerned about uh, the plot points and how that'll play out. Um, I don't think it's the strongest, but it makes up for it in entertainment value. It is hugely entertaining. So he is a character, peacemaker. He has his sidekick, he's eagle which is an actual bald eagle, which is hysterical. The <laughs> bird and his relationship with it is great. Um, there's a couple of other key characters that are kind of this... Special agency, for lack of a better term. And then who I think is the best character in the show is another wannabe superhero (laughs) who goes by the name Vigilante, who thinks he's his best friend, Peacemaker's best friend. And he's just out of control, violent, trying to be a hero and sticks himself into situations that he shouldn't stick himself into. So it's four episodes in. They released the first three episodes. Uh, the, then the fourth episode came out last week. Fifth will be tomorrow. I think it's really, really entertaining. There's some great, first of all, don't, we, we've also talked about how, uh, we love the skip intro feature on every show. Don't skip the intro on Peacemaker. The intro on Peacemaker is kind of a dancing montage with the characters. It makes me laugh every time. I think it's great. And then there's just great aside conversations. There's a great conversation about Batman in the last episode that was really funny. One of my all-time favorite comic book characters from Legion of Superheroes, the DC series I collected as a kid, was a character named Matter Eater Lad, who is as obscure a comic book hero as you'll ever find. And they mention him out of the blue in the fourth episode. I'm like, no effing way! How? Why would they mention Matter Eater Lad? And it's just a throwaway conversation. That's great. So John Cena is amazing in this, and I really, you know, if you watch the Marvel series. This is got that comic feel to it and entertaining as hell. I highly recommend it. So, uh, I have HBO Max. I'm sold. So nobody has to drink. So yeah, so I, I saw have <laughs>
1: been watching Peacemaker also. Has anyone else seen? It? No. I so I've been uh, watching it on the list,
3: but I haven't I haven't started yet.
1: All right, so definitely you have to watch the new Suicide Squad movie. That's kind I've of a timer, it, it. it. Yep. This, this show I agree 100% with Rosner. First of all, John Cena is beyond incredible. His father, who is played by Robert Patrick, uh, is also a famous character, villain from the comics called um, The White Knight. Right. And uh, the most racist person in the world. He plays like this most. (laughs) And and so it's a lot of it's a father son thing as well. But it's it's great. Freddie Stroma that you mentioned with who's vigilante. He's been in a lot of the Harry Potter movies. He was in Bridgerton. So he's, he's got a little bit of crap, but he is so funny, his character. Let me tell you the difference between what I think the difference between Peacemaker and every Marvel show is, is that Peacemaker is actually fun. You can watch it and you're actually having a good time watching TV. Marvel, to me, has gotten to the point where it's almost like doing homework yeah and if you forget something yeah something then you could what oh well two movies ago that would happen and so this movie's great this one and this show also who's amazing is uh danielle brooks who's from orange is the new black and uh it's just it's such a great Roz is 100 percent right the opening credits it brings back to watch the opening credits again the the dance number is so ridiculously entertaining it's it's amazing it's it's definitely worth watching. It's so funny, so funny. I've yeah, I'm based on gonna watch. Maybe, yeah. Definitely gonna watch. Recommendation.
0: Yeah, it's recommendation, Roz.
1: Roz what, yeah.
2: what's it rated? Is it PG R?
1: Top rated. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: it's uh, TVMA. MA, fine to very fine. Uh, it's oh, t- it's a hard R, yeah.
1: Hard R, okay. Yeah, I would consider it R, but they call it TV MA on uh, IMDb. <laughs> All right, that was Peacemaker. So you got Peacemaker, The Gilded Age, Tinder Swindler. You got so much, so much ahead of you. I'm envious. I'm envious. So go do it. So with that in mind, I'm not going to keep you any longer. Go head over to the couch, grab your favorite spot, grab the remote, cross your own streams, and we'll see you next time.
0: Thanks for listening to this special edition of Crossing the Streams. Visit us on YouTube for full episodes and catch us live every Wednesday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Now turn this off and go watch some TV. And don't forget to tell your family you'll be busy for a while.